so we've been playing the theme song to Preacher because we've been watching Preacher. But the world of The Walking Dead returns this Sunday, and I'll explain why in a minute. So we're playing The Walking Dead theme because it's Walkers and Talkers, which is really what our podcast was started with and our about roots. and for. Our roots. <laughs> but let's let's just touch on Preacher for, for a couple of minutes because we sort of had a big moment this week. Well, last week regarding the show Preacher. Yes. Seth Rogen, executive producer and one of the creators of the show, was in to see us on Elvis Strand in the morning show. And, of course, I called you and I was like, come down the hall quick. Thank you. Because you were down at Light FM. <laughs> by the way, this is Dave Brody from Elvis Strand in the morning show. That's Jamie from Light FM. Hopefully you know who we are by now. But if not, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Uh, Walkers and Talkers, where we talk about The Walking Dead, Fear of the Walking Dead. And we've spent the last 10 weeks talking about Preacher. Wow, 10 weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's wow, crazy. Went by. So yeah. we're going to give you a little bit of Preacher. So I got in a room with Seth Rogen. This blew my mind when he Before the this. interview with Elvis, I came in and talked to him about Preacher. <laughs> and he was all excited that somebody was like, wanted to talk about Preacher. Because he's like, oh, Preacher? Yeah, let's talk about Preacher. Because he was here to plug his new movie, Sausage Party. Yeah. Which the trailer looks fantastic. But I was like, listen, I love Preacher. Jamie and I do a podcast. You do a podcast? That's great. Really? Yeah. So I got a couple of presents. Do you want the presents now or, or after we talk about Preacher? Let's talk about Preacher and we'll give the presents. Okay. okay. So I, I said, okay, I have to ask you some questions. Now, I said, I have a theory that Emily killed the mayor when Tulip said, if you want Jesse, you can have him. I'm done with him. And I think that's when she realized, that was my theory in last week's podcast. I totally agreed with that. Once right. you said that, I was like, whoa, that, that has to Seemed be Seemed like a brilliant suggestion. Right. And it, it looked like that. Yeah. He says no. He says, oh, that's really good. He, so he complimented me, but he said no. <laughs> because nobody, by the way, nobody was in the room but me and Seth, so I could say oh, he said it was, so cool. that I was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he said that was a good thought, but he felt... That she killed the mayor because she had seen a vampire. She had seen this Genesis power in in Jesse. She'd seen the t- the town going crazy, and she felt like there's got to be more to life than this loser I'm with. <laughs> and that's when she decided that this exciting life was more exciting than the boring life with the mayor. Yeah, I kind of like my idea better. To I, be honest with I, you, I do too. Actually, I'm gonna go okay. there. Um, I asked him about Creep Show. Now, last week I talked about. In the movie Creep Show, which is a horror movie from the 80s, it's one of those classics. It's sort of a, a series of short horror movies made up into one big movie. Yes. And in one of the scenes in Creep Show, Adrian Barbeau, who was a big actress back in the 80s, is a nagging, annoying wife. And there's a, I think he's a scientist or somebody, he, he, they find this horrible creature, like a Wolverine alien thing that eats people and shreds them. And it's in a box. So it's under the steps. And she nags him the whole movie, the whole movie. She's, a, she's just a shrew. And... He says, oh, there's this little girl hiding under the stairs, and you're a woman. You could talk her and help her out of the box. I need you You're because you're so warm and sweet. And she's like, what you do now? <laughs> she's terrible. She's, she's You wanted to die. <laughs> and so he tricks her into opening the box and looking in the box, and this thing grabs her and kills her. Oh, my God. And so that's sort of what reminded me of Emily when she tells the mayor, go in the room and help me. I'm, I'm, I'm trapped. He walks in, and she locks the door behind him and... and Cassidy as a vampire eats him and kills him. So that's what it reminded me of. And he, so I asked him about that. He said, no, but that's great. I got to go ask the writers now if that's what they were thinking. That's, the, oh, oh my he God. Didn't know? Like he got excited. Okay, Seth Rogen also never heard of the game show Match Game. What? So we were playing, we play Match Game on the morning show, which is a classic 70s yeah. and 80s and 90s game show with different hosts. I love the theme song. But the premise was... Two non-celebrities were asked a question with a blank, and they had to fill in the blank. And while they were thinking, six celebrities would write down their best answer to fill in the blank. Sometimes they would try to match. Sometimes they were just going for the joke. 
and we had done match game. I did match game questions about Seth Rogen so that the answers would be funny and hopefully <laughs> listeners would guess because I write those questions for the show. And I wanted to prep him. He goes, what's match game? I said, you know, the game oh, show. My- and he's like, never heard of it. Oh, Which I can't, you know, the game show network, it's rerun. Yeah. It's, I know it's older, but, you know, he's like, I'm only th- in my 30s, dude. I, I don't know it. So, okay. But anyway, so Seth Rogen. So I talked about <laughs> match game. Uh, we also talked about Ken Cannon. Now, Ken oh. Cannon is uh, James, Jackie Earl Haley, who on uh, was one of my favorite actors. He was Rorschach in The Watchmen, who was fantastic. Yes. But he was also the bad kid in uh, Bad News Bears, another classic old movie. You've the seen original. it on television, the original Bad News Bears. So we talked about that when we talked about Ken Cannon. Now, in the comic book, Ken Cannon only comes into the storyline later on in the book, and not for very long. But he loved the character so much. And, and the actor, that they made him such a big part of the TV show. Oh, he's huge. He's one of the main ones, yeah. Now, in the mo- in the finale, did you watch the finale? Because last week, you missed the last yeah, 20 minutes. Yes, and I had to recap you on 20 minutes. I know, and I missed a lot in that 20 minutes. So if you, if you didn't hear last week's podcast, and you can, of course, it's on Ohio Radio. Go back and look at all the episodes. <laughs> Jamie's DVR only taped an hour. I've never oh. heard of this before, but the episode was an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Most DVRs are smart enough to pick up on that. I don't know why yours didn't, but anyway. So I had a recap for Jamie last week, the 20 minutes she missed, which was awesome. But one of the things that happened was Ken Cannon, whose daughter died year, many years ago, he makes a chopped meat version of her, puts her coat on her. Like a meat baby. And holds her, meat baby, right, hashtag meat baby. <laughs> but in the comics, which I haven't read, Seth Rogen, my new personal friend, explained to me that in the, in the comic book, he makes a woman out of meat and has sex with it. Ew. Yeah. Oh, he would. So they changed it <laughs> to make it more palatable for AMC. Yeah. Into Meat Baby, which I th- I got to be honest with you, I can almost understand having sex with a meat woman if you obsess over meat the way he does. Well, like he thinks there's a meat god. Right. So I get it. Not like I would have sex with the meat, but but I could see King but, Cannon uh, but doing it. But a meat it. baby was just so disturbing. <laughs> Here's the other thing I asked him about. Going back to all my theories wow, throughout the season. Wow, you got to season. ask him a lot. I was in here for like 20 minutes what? with him. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I was in here. We rubbed lotion on each other. It was pretty cool. <laughs> um, so we had made a, um, a comparison between the Old West the, in, the, in the past that the little girl in the bed yes. reminded us of the little, what was her name? Uh, Tracy Loach. Tracy Loach, who was shot in the head by Arseface. Yeah. And that it looked like it could be the same girl that she was in we a coma. We thought it was like time transport right. or something Until we learned what it was, we thought maybe she's some zombie or in a coma forever. And yeah. She was supernatural. He said no, but they deliberately made it look like she could be that the girl. same girl or the setting was similar. Because they wanted people not to know what was going on for a few episodes. They well, they got us. So it worked. <laughs> so I wanted to spend a few minutes and ask Seth these questions into a microphone, but he was really here to be on the Elvis Duran Morning Show, and I didn't want to bother him with, "Hey, can I tape you for a few minutes?" But I did get him to do this. So this will be ours forever. Hey, this is Seth Rogen, executive producer of the show Preacher on AMC, and you're listening to the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody and Jamie. Oh my God! Yeah, you need to email me that right now. I will. I will. But <laughs> oh, listen. That's so I thought that was cool. And and so we can use that because it's Walkers and Talkers even when The Walking Dead is on. We that can, is fantastic. But, here, but here's the thing. I kind of worry that maybe, you know, you might not be on the show someday or you might miss a week or, you know, you may stop liking The Walking Dead. So uh, I got Hey, this is Seth Rogen, executive producer of the show Preacher on AMC. You're listening to The Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody. So, <laughs> oh, you're, you're cutting me out? <laughs> just in case. Like you cut me out of the picture. Okay. You, oh, wait. Hold on hold a second. On. I want you guys to tweet us. Um, at David I'm underscore dying. Brody and at JMegs514, <laughs> hashtag walkers and talkers. 
I took a picture with Seth Rogen by myself. Yes. And then Jamie came running down the hall after I texted her. And I was still standing next to Seth, and he was in a hurry to leave. So, Jamie, I said, Jamie, get in a picture, get in a picture. I had told him that she was coming down, and so he was aware of it. And so Jamie jumped over to his left side, and I was still standing on his right side, and his arm was still around me, so I couldn't really move. <laughs> so he took a picture of the three of us as like a podcast picture. Yeah. Well- <laughs> and so after the picture, I, you know, it was on my phone, so I texted Jamie, and I said, ha, 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 if you want to crop me out, because you could crop me out on the, facing the picture, I'd be on the left, even though yeah. I was on his right. And so it'd be, he's in the middle, and then Jamie on the right. <laughs> so I said, ha, ha, you could crop me out if you want, meaning like as a joke, but, she cropped but, my ass but, out of that picture but wait, so on. fast and put it on Instagram like, woohoo, I got but a picture then, with, with... I'm like crying laughing. But then I wrote you back and then you go, no, really, you could crop me off if you want. And so I thought you were serious. Okay. So I, so I did, but I still you love know, you. Like when, was... when, like, I know. You know like the, like the guy who's like injured? In, if I'm ever injured oh in the God, war, God forbid I'm in a war and I'm injured and I say, no, guys, go on without me. <laughs> I don't really want you to go on without me. I want you to oh say, no, you're our, you're our brother oh. and pick me up with my wounded leg and drag me. Me. Oh my god. So I meant it like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, go see the movie you, without me, even though I'm sick. I don't want you to see the movie without me, even though I'm sick. When he said it a second time, I'm like, oh, he must really mean it. So <laughs> it was like you photoshopped me with a razor pencil point and you got every bit of my shirt out of the picture. It was oh, great. Oh my god. So I have the picture of the three of us, yes, and I'm going to spitefully put it up on Twitter. I still have it. So when my post says, I'll, I'm going to use that picture. Here's what I want you to do post the picture of the three of us. In, in make a um, 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 uh, picture side of the, by side? side by side of we in the picture <laughs> the me without okay the two picture montage I'll, I'll put so that on tweet Twitter us today. <laughs> am I wrong or is she wrong or is it no big deal but I she cropped me out there's so much I invited here. her down to my radio station <laughs> where I work because her radio station didn't have Seth Rogen no we didn't he was here for Elvis's 50th birthday I'm sorry his 50, it doesn't matter he was here for Elvis's birthday and in for sausage party and I glommed on him a few minutes of his time. To take a picture. And a lot of people didn't get pictures. People who work here at this radio really? station didn't get pictures. Thank so you that again. I was so excited. Get... I know. We had a band here, Ronnie, Ronnie from our morning show, I was trying the morning show. Yes. He was here with a really great house band called the um Oh, I saw the Snapchats of that. Yeah, the Lucky Loops, the Lucky, I forget the name. I'm sorry. The great band though. And he's on the mic out in the lobby where we're taking pictures. As Seth's leaving, he goes. Hey, can a lead singer get a picture with Seth Rogen? I'm a big fan. Oh, damn it. <laughs> as he walked out. Anyway, so I'm glad you got a picture. Thank you. With me and Seth, or as you like to call it, with you and Seth. Oh, so, I, well, as he was walking out, he knew there were puppies here, and he was on a mission. So it doesn't make me feel bad now that... Hey, this is Seth Rogen, executive <laughs> producer of the show Preacher on AMC. You're listening to the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody. I cropped you out. <laughs> I cropped you Touché. out. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, man. Right. Now, so if funny. you had told me, you could crop me out of the ID if you want. Oh, that's, that's called an funny. ID, by the way. Then I did. I cropped you out. <laughs> okay, so there's Preacher. We'll put that to bed for a while. Next season, we've got an ID ready to go with Seth Rogen. Yes. That's our first celebrity ID. I'm so excited about yeah. that. That was awesome. Seth Rogen, the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Oh. Okay, so now let's talk about the Walkers okay. and Talkers, and we're the Talkers. Let's talk about the Walkers. Okay. Okay. There are two Walking Dead specials. That are going to be on. I was reading UndeadWalking.com. Great website. Again, UndeadWalking.com. This Sunday, so the 14th. Yes. Okay, we're, we're taping this before the 14th. So on the 14th, there's going to be a special Talking Dead. Hashtag TWD Season 6. I'm sorry. TWD Special. Okay. You can ask questions for them to answer about Season 6 on the show. 
Now, guest starring on the show this Sunday, super fan, Yvette Nicole Brown, who's been on like oh, yeah. 10 episodes of uh, Talking yeah. Dead, and one of our least favorite saviors, who's going to be a main character on the show, Dwight, uh, Austin Amiello. He'll be on the show. Okay. So this Sunday, Talking Dead, to talk about The Walking Dead. It's back. <laughs> so we've got eight weeks of Fear the Walking Dead. Then there's going to be a season six recap special. Okay. And then that'll go right into the season seven premiere on October 23rd. Ooh, I cannot wait. I love the, that they're doing these specials. That's new. Well, I love it, but, you know, they love it because it's money. They're making money. Yeah. Let's not kid ourselves. But I can't, you know, the Talking Dead back. And I hope they're going to do every episode of Fear the Walking Dead. I believe every episode they're going to do a, a Talking Dead now. Yes. So, Chris Hardwick, welcome back. Yeah. Us, welcome back. You said to me you watched the, the season seven trailer how many times? Oh my gosh, I watched it like three times just this morning. And I do, okay, I'm going to admit something really embarrassing. At the end, I started crying. Why? <laughs> I don't know, because first of all, I had goosebumps from head to toe. I had chills. And then it just, I get emotional watching it. And then I think about who Negan's going to kill. And it just, all the feels on this trailer. Well, technically, technically it's who Negan killed. Yes. They're already dead. Killed. They're already dead. But it just like, and I cried through the whole finale, the whole Negan scene I cried, even though nothing really happened. Right. What are you going to do when oh, God. when whoever it is gets killed, they show the killing. Do you know the- And then you you crack up and you're, you're a mess. And then God forbid he kills a second person. Well, I was invited to, uh, my cousin wanted to have this uh, premiere party and I told him, no, I have to watch it alone because I am going to be a hot mess. I'm going to be hysterical. And if he kills a second person, forget it. Part of me, see, I watch, Ugh. my wife and kids don't watch the show. So I watch it in, in my office by myself, you know, with the TV every week. I kind of feel like if a bar had a viewing party, I would go and like place bets and be in a Ugh. pool. I think I might want to be around people. I'm going to be too emotional. I know I can't be around people for this episode. I feel like I may need to. I don't I'm wanna, a crier. I don't, I don't know if I want to be alone when when the blood happens and the bat and the smashing and the... Taking it like a champ. Yeah. I mean, he's... <sighs> yeah. Yep. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited, though. I, and I'm, I'm glad that fear, I'm glad to have Fear the Walking Dead back because I feel like it'll be a nice bridge. It's something. Yes. And, we need something. Yeah. Speaking of who Negan kills... Stephen Ogg, who plays the savior who was taunting the, the survivors, yeah. thin guy with a mustache. Stephen Ogg, most sci-fi fans know him from a bunch of different things, including Grand Theft Auto. And but He doesn't have a character name yet, right? No. You had read somewhere that he doesn't have a character name. He yep. does, but he's not telling anybody. It's not announced yet. Yes. So every, all, the, all the podcasts I watch, uh, all the YouTube videos, rather the podcasts I watch, the, all the podcasts <laughs> I listen to, they just refer to Stephen Ogg's character as Stephen Ogg's character, which is weird because it'd be like if you... Like, I think he's, like, Phil. Like, he's got to have some, like... <laughs> he's got to Phil. Phil. <laughs> Phil, bring him over here. Like, it's got to be something. Like, it can't be, like, Myron. No. Like, like Jaime. It's pro- <laughs> no offense. If your name's Jaime, I'm sorry. I, it's a great name. That was my name in Spanish I class. Ju- right, Jamie Jaime. <laughs> I just don't think, like, Myron, like, Egbert. I don't think, like, that's a cool killer name. Like, I, it needs to be, like, Logan. Like, something like... Oh, Logan. Like, that would work. Garth. Garth. You know, like we already had Gareth, but like something rugged, like a good, like what? Yeah. So also tw- tweet us if you have a guess for what Stephen Ogg's name is, because it needs to be something cool. But he was saying in an interview, also, I read this on unwalkingdead.com, that when people ask him at some of the conventions and in, in public, they recognize him and they're like, who did Negan kill? He's like, he can't tell anybody, right? So he whispers in their ear and he goes, give me a piece of paper, write it on the back, but no. don't let me see it. 
And so he does. He writes it on the back and he folds it up and then he walks away. And he said he either writes Santa Claus or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no way he's telling anyone. Right, but he wants people to feel That's... for a second. Like, because he's like, why even ask him? You can't ask them. I was at a panel with Seth Gilliam, who is Father Gabriel, and someone's like, who did Negan kill? And we're all like, boo, because like, obviously he's not going to answer it. Right, and I think I think Walking Dead fans, as pissed as they were at the cliffhanger, would all agree, you wanted to know at the finale. Yes, but once but it what's ended- what's the point in knowing now? No, don't tell me now. Now no. I want to be surprised. Now I want to be surprised. Yes, I agreed. At first I was like, shit, I wanted to know, and now I'm like, no, don't tell me, don't tell me. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting an ice pack ready. Because my hand's going to hurt when I punch someone who's oh. like, oh, I saw in line that dies. I'll kill you. I, no, I will hunt them down. I don't want to know. <laughs> don't tell I, me. I, it's just one of those shows like Game of Thrones. You didn't want to know if, if Jon Snow was alive or dead. I'm still yeah. not going to tell you because I don't know what you're up to. I haven't seen it, but I know. Okay, so <laughs> speaking, speaking of spoilers, so I'm going through physical therapy for my hand. Some of you may know I had surgery on my wrist. And so I have to go through physical therapy. And so there's like a semicircle table that everyone sits around. And the, the, the hand therapist sits in the middle of the semicircle. And he, he takes care of each of us one at a time. So a couple of weeks ago, there was a massive multiple deaths on the Game of oh. Thrones show. Now, I don't watch the show. I don't know what's going on, whatever. But I do improv. You know, I do phone taps. I'm, I pretend to do oh, characters. what did you do? So, so, <laughs> so the, and by the way, when I say I pretend to do things on, on phone taps, I mean like I, I'm a, I do accents. I pretend to be the guy who wants to beat you up. I'm, I'm good at, you know, tricking people into believing what I'm saying. So the guy is talking to the hand therapist. He's like, and these not real. I mean, he's like, can you believe uh, uh, on Game of Thrones that X, Y, and Z were killed? How unbelievable was that? So I turn him, I go, and I don't watch the show. I go, dude! <laughs> What? I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> and he's like, his face dropped. He's like, oh, I'm, I go, you can't sit in public and just start spitting out stuff about Game of Thrones because <laughs> nobody around, you don't know, you don't know me. I don't know you. You don't know what I'm up to. You just ruined the show for me. Oh, he's that like, poor guy. And, like, and his hand is like, he's got like a bandage on his hand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's like, man, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I, I go, yeah, I said, oh, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm behind. He goes, how far behind are you? I'm really sorry. I said, all six seasons. <laughs> oh, my God. Which, by the way, they announced that there's going to be two more seasons, and that's it. I heard that. Yeah, it's going to be done. Which I, can you, okay, I think it's in a good way. They're, like, letting people know, like, tune in. They have to prepare them, because you can't just tell them, oh, this is the last season, because right. there'll be a riot. Also, I feel like if you're a binge watcher and you haven't watched it, you can go, okay, I can catch up now. And I know that I can just space out all the episodes over eight seasons, and I'll, I don't have to like it's not going to be fifteen seasons. Yes, I was thinking about if it was The Walking Dead, if if Robert Kirkman announced there's going to be two more seasons, I think that ruins things because I think that you start thinking that whole final season they're going to wipe everybody out or they're going to survive. Like you'll start overthinking too much. Right, like if someone's pregnant at the beginning of a season, and I know like well it's the end of the season, then we're never going to well, see the kid, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I do know in the comics there's a time skip at some point. Oh, there is? There's a two-year time skip, which they mm. I, I doubt they're going to do it in the TV show. What was the purpose of that? Um, they wanted to like advance them at Alexandria and show oh. them two years later. I didn't read the comics. I just know things. I know, <laughs> I know some things. You know things. I'm going to start reading the comic, but I, here's what I've decided. I'm only going to read the comic up until the TV show. Smart. So that I never know what might happen... 
but I'll know how it happened previously and how they changed it. Which I always find fascinating. Like little things like Abraham in the comic got the arrow the eye, but on TV, Denise did. Right. I, so there's little switches all throughout the comic. And how Rick hooked up with Andrea, yep. but Andrea's dead, so he hooked up with Michonne. Yeah. Because in the comics, Michonne hooks up with Ezekiel. Ooh. So now I'm thinking, does Carol hook up with Ezekiel? Because somebody got to hook up with Ezekiel. Maybe Rosita or Sasha. Well, Rosita is single. Yes. Sasha's with Abraham. Are they like officially together? I don't know. Well, we'll it's see if one like... of them gets the bat. Then, oh, don't well, they both that. get the bat. But anyway, so yeah, they so storylines stay similar in the comics. I'm not going to tell you how she dies, but um, Denise in the comics dies in a very unique way. Oh, I don't know how she. Dies. And now she can't die that way because she doesn't exist because anymore. she's dead. Yeah. So I'm wondering if somebody else will die that way because the saviors then mm. do something with her body Oh, as a walker. She turns into a walker in the comics. But again, Denise is dead now, so I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you what happens, but they, they do something. They, they kill Denise and turn her into a walker and then do something with her. Here's what I'll tell you. They did it, that same thing, in Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, man, now I'm... Hmm. So... I'm going to have to think back. They did something in Fear the Walking Dead and used a zombie in a situation sort of like, um, well, think about ways Fear the Walking Dead took a person on the show who then became a zombie, and they used them in in a way. That's how they did it. They, that's what they did to Denise in the comic book. Okay. So think about Fear the Walking Dead this past season where the survivors used a walker. Put a bag over their head. Okay, so <laughs> that's it. That's all I'm going to say. So they do change things up. They may, they may do, the saviors may do the same thing, but without Denise, because Denise is now dead. Yes. Okay, we got through uh, a combo <laughs> preacher, Fear the Walking Dead, Walking Dead podcast with our said Throgan ID now. That is awesome. So next week, we're back. We'll talk oh, about I'm this. I'm not here. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? That's okay that you're not here because... Hey, this is Seth Rogen, executive <laughs> producer of the show Preacher on AMC. You're listening to the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody. Right. I'm I don't need out. you. I'm cut out. I don't need you. I cropped you out. So next week, we'll talk oh. about the, the Talking Dead special, or I will. You will. Where will you be? I will be in Cape Cod for a week. Nice. Yeah, so a little relaxing at the beach. All right. All right, very nice. And then I'll be back. Hoity-toity, going to Cape Cod. <laughs> well, you just can't go to the Jersey Shore or wherever you live in the country that you're listening to this. But Cape Cod, fancy schmancy. Jared, let me tell you, we went to the Jersey Shore almost my whole life growing up. The water is too rough. And you think Cape Cod's going to be more peaceful? Oh, yeah, the water is so gentle. There's hardly uh, any waves. Because the rich people don't like waves. Well, I'm not going to Martha's Vineyard. All right. Martha's Vineyard, by <laughs> the way. Or Nantucket. <laughs> Martha's Vineyard was the, was the setting for what famous all-time classic Horror adventure movie. Martha's Vineyard? Yes. Uh, I feel like I know this, but I can't remember right now. I believe it's where they where they, the setting of Jaws was. In the movie, oh, it's Amity. Oh, yes, you're right. They you're say right. it's Amity, but I believe it was Martha's Vineyard that I they think, did a lot of the I filming. I think it is off of Cape Cod. And this always happens to me. Shark Week always has one episode ded- dedicated to Cape Cod. And stupidly, I watch it every year. And then, and then you go right in the ocean. Then I freak out, and I like go ankle deep, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I love Shark Week. As much as I, I, I hate shark. sharks. Me too. That would be like the worst way to die for me. We did that on the... 
Uh, we've talked about the we, bag of questions. We talked about this. Yeah, on the, on the morning show, the worst way to die. And Bethany feels like um, she'd be in a space station. Bethany on the Elvis Duran morning show would be in a space station, and an intern for some reason was on a space station. Who's the intern? I don't know why she blames interns. <laughs> and forgot to do something, and then the pod didn't release, and she burned up in space. The, the irrational fears. Yeah. And we have the same irrational fear that there's pool sharks. Pool sharks. Because <laughs> I always... And carpet get, sharks. And carpet sharks. Because <laughs> I we have a pool, too, and I can't swim at night because I see a shadow. I'm like, it's a pool shark. But yeah, there's really shark. no shark. But I'm convinced it's in no, there. No, I, I swim at night. In fact, I swam oh, last night at I night. I don't like it. But if like there was something in the wall, I would think it was a pool shark. Yeah. But as I said many podcasts ago, because <laughs> we had this conversation on the 15-minute morning show, uh, also on iHeartRadio, you could find that, we talked about... Um, being as kids and movies that scared us. I don't know how we got in conversation. But it was um, also carpet sharks. I had green carpeting growing up as a kid, <laughs> which was sort of like oceany green. And I wouldn't put my feet down over the bed or I would run out of my room <laughs> so that the carpet shark wouldn't get me. Or carpet sharks in case oh, there was more than so one. Funny. And because Sheriff Brody was the was the main police officer who who, who gets who hunts the shark. And of course, my last name is Brody. That's and his that name was, in the movie? Yeah, my, oh nickname, my, my nickname as a kid, they used to call me Sheriff Brody because when I was a kid, that was the only Brody that was famous. Now there's a whole bunch of them. But back then, it was pretty much Sheriff Brody. So there you go. That's very fascinating. So sharks. Sharks. <laughs> On that note, thanks for listening to this podcast. And if you forget the name of the podcast this week, well, you know what? My friend Seth Rogen will remind you. <laughs> hey, this is Seth Rogen, executive producer of the show Preacher on AMC. And you're listening to the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody and Jamie. Because she's here this week. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, guys. Tweet us. Have a great weekend. Bye. Jamie, you'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>